worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, wait, listen to those two clowns. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe action. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Wow, I'll give you clowns. Coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown Canton. 40 degrees in the Hall of Fame city. It's the Tuesday edition of the Kenny and JT Show. Happy Halloween, but it feels more like April Fool's. AFC North, Browns in second place. NFC North, the Lions in first place. Hit it! Forward down the field. Get ready for Lion Nation. What the hell is this? It's a Lions fight song. Come on! For Ben Stouffer. Here we go. The big finish down the field and game on Lions Victory. Go Lions! Oh my God. First place, where are we? The Bizarro World. Let's go. That's one of the worst fight songs ever. Minnie Winnie pulled in this ever. afternoon at about 1.30. <laughs> Had to start tailgating at 10 a.m. because they wouldn't let you park any later. Could you imagine being in Detroit oh, from 10 a.m. until what time that game end? It was 12 hours. Yeah, at least 12 hours. Ugliest helmets I've ever seen in my life. I, I didn't know what the hell was on Horrible. them. I couldn't tell. It's that old Detroit Lion logo. I love the logo, but I don't like it on the roar. helmet. Yeah, roar. Roar. Rory. That's how. That's Rory. That's Rory. That's Rory. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So you're all excited because well, your Detroit Lions are in first well, place and the Browns are in second place. There's right? good and there's bad today. So what now is, we've got the good. That's the good. Lions That's and Browns good. are, are yeah. still playing for something. Uh, uh-huh. Trade deadline today at 4. Buckeyes right. tonight at 7 p.m. for the CFP. We'll figure out where they're ranked, right? One or two is my projection. They'll be one or two based on strength of schedule. That's the good news. The bad news is this. What? Mayan Williams out for the season. Mayan Williams out from the for season. For the Buckeyes. Hey, you ready for this? Or you, you are sitting down. You ready, mm-hmm. Brian? Give me a drum roll, please. This is courtesy of Adam Schefter. Uh-oh. Okay? Ooh. Retweeting Jeremy Fowler. Okay. It involves the two teams you just mentioned, the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions. Okay. You ready? Sources tell sources tell Jeremy Fowler the Cleveland Browns are trading wide receiver Donovan Peoples Jones to the Detroit Lions. How what? about that? What Send, him back home. Send him back home to, to Michigan where he belongs. What do we get? Came I'll, out I'll, one minute ago. I'll take a tackle. What do you got? I, I, it, he doesn't give anything other than it's Donovan Peoples Jones going to the Detroit right. Lions. 
Okay. There you go. So we'll have to wait and, and see what else comes with that. Mm-hmm. Does that open the door for other trades to come at uh, uh, you know by four o'clock today? They did sign a running back today, a, a veteran NFL running back with over thirty eight hundred career yards and thirty three touchdowns. Kenyon Drake. We talked mm-hmm. about him when Nick Chubb initially went down. JT, right? So they they sign him and they get rid of running back uh, Nate McCrary and running back Jordan Wilkins. And they bring in Kenyon Drake, but they also, because you said they needed some help on the offensive line, they also brought in tackle Garen Christian. Fine. We have no idea who he doesn't is, but matter. he's a, a tackle. As long as he's healthy, it doesn't matter. Remember okay. this, too. I what? know everybody gets real excited, and we know there was 11 trades made last year, the day of the trade deadline. But the Browns, for all intents and purposes, have already made their trades. When they traded for Dalvin Tomlinson, Juan Thornhill, uh, Okoronkwo, Elijah Moore, Zadarius Smith, maybe they're done. And I got news for you. For everybody that wants to keep throwing Jacoby Brissett down my throat, remember yeah. this, folks. He was 4-7 and seven in the 11 games he started last year. He's a backup for a reason. Right. And the offense only averaged almost 24 points during the games that he started last year. I don't want him. And you're not going to plug and play a guy in, and maybe if they don't make a move for another quarterback, this might be good news in the fact that maybe, just maybe, Deshaun Watson returns in the next two weeks. Because let's remember this. If he does, and he's 100%, now that's a pretty big if, but if he is, what are you going to trade for a backup quarterback that's never going to see the light of day? Here's what I think. I think... If you could get whoever the quarterback is that can guarantee you 24 points a game like he did last year, you're going to have a winning record with that quarterback as opposed to a losing record based on last year's defense. That's what's changed. The defense is better this year. So if you could get the 24 points against Arizona, you win. Against uh, Chicago, you win. Against Houston, you win. Against the Jets, you win for sure right there. With, With this defense, and I get it, but the problem is this. I mean, you're not going to put your faith in P.J. Walker. We both agree on that. Yeah. But I'm looking yeah. at it this way. If you don't get Deshaun Watson back and he doesn't perform like he did a couple of years ago, it's a moot point because I still don't believe in Jacoby Brissett. Brian, what do you have? And uh, the rumor is true on that trade, uh, guys. Uh, the Browns just sent a release out that uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones headed to the Lions. I ain't playing the song. Uh, for a twenty, I ain't uh twenty for a twenty twenty five sixth round pick. Well, here that's good news, and I'll tell you why. The reason is next year the Browns have one second round pick, one third round pick, two fifth round picks, and now that one. Well, Maybe. no, that's no, that's for twenty twenty five, JT. The one they got for Donovan Peoples Jones. Oh, that's okay. In, so, so yeah, you don't get that one for, but you could still yeah. offer it. If you wanted yeah, to make a exactly. deal for a backup quarterback somewhere, that's there you fine. Go. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brian, you want to put that up on the website? Um, uh, so people, I know it's not a major story, but hey, he was a starter. Right? Hey, coming into the season, Donovan Peoples-Jones, your number two wide receiver, uh, contract year for Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, going to have a fine. breakout year. Well, he's been a bigger disappointment than Elijah Moore, and I haven't liked what they, they got out of Elijah Moore. So well, that's just me. I still don't know if you're getting enough out of your quarterback. I mean, that's a no. problem. I, I mean, is it Donovan Peoples-Jones? You weren't going to offer him any more money the same way you weren't going to offer Baker Mayfield any more money. When that rookie contract was over and he's yeah. not, uh, you know, setting records, bye bye I'm good with that.
I have no problem getting rid of DPJ because I didn't even, uh, you know, feel like he was on the field at all this year to do anything. He's a third or a fourth round uh, pick for his, you know, as far as an option, I mean, at receiver. He's not great at returning punts, and I said it last week. When they put someone else in, when they let Elijah Moore return one punt, I said, that's it. That means they're going to be dealing Donovan Peoples-Jones, and I was right. Well, Donovan Peoples-Jones never lived up to the, you know, and granted, he was a six-round pick, and he had his moments, but if you were counting on Donovan Peoples-Jones to be your game-breaker, you're in a world of hurt, right? So he goes to the Lions where he'll be, what, their fourth or fifth receiver? Did they lose anybody to injury last night? I don't think. I, you know, I, I that that's a surprise to me that they would. I know he played at Michigan, so up in, uh, you know, uh, Detroit, they they probably uh, are excited about a Michigan guy coming there. But I I I don't know what he offers he gives them. Depth. He gives them depth. Uh, okay, there you go. Then then that's Jameson what he Williams, brings. Jamison Williams starting to come around. Amon uh, Ross St. Brown is a great receiver. They thought he might not play yesterday. He was questionable before the game with an illness. He was playing. He was fine. What was the final last night, JT? They, they cover twenty six fourteen. I don't know what the line was. I didn't look. I, I, it wasn't couldn't have been double digits, right? So they covered well, more than likely. If, right? if it's not for a pick six, they blow that team away. Right, because we were uh, doing the Monday night football thing, and we had the uh, World Series game on, and we had the football game. People were actually people were more excited about the World Series game than the uh, the Lions yeah. game last night, where I was because a lot of people had bets on the World Series game last really? night. Total runs scored, uh, individual home runs, and one guy won when uh, Seager hit a home run oh, yesterday really? and everything. Yeah, what is it, it was three, interesting. Three to one Rangers? Uh, yes. I didn't and, watch but, any of it. But here's the problem. Three to one Rangers, and they now lead the series two games to one. However, the bad news, JT? What? They lost their best player. The Rangers last night. How? I they lost uh, what's it? Adolis Garcia to Ooh, a core injury. That's the home run guy. Eighth inning, he swings the bat and hurts his core, his ab, Ooh. whatever. That injury we always talk about, we don't know what yeah. it is. And so he's uh, scheduled to have tests done today. And Max Scherzer left with a bad back in the third inning. Oh. So they might have won the game, but did, uh, you know, the, it. Is it going to end up costing them the World Series? Because this guy was the MVP of the ALCS, and he's got like 25 wow. RBIs in the postseason. Mm. Yeah, so that that's a costly loss uh, if he can't go at all. Now, granted, they only have to win two more, but what did we see out of the Indians back in 2016? Yeah. They only had to win one more, and every all those injuries piled up with uh, Corey Kluber and Andrew yeah. Miller and all those guys. Diamondbacks at home tonight. First pitch, eight oh three. Diamondbacks favored, which they probably should be because they're at home. But with those injuries, you don't expect Scherzer because he pitched yesterday. But if yeah. that's their big stick and he's out of the lineup, <laughs> that hurts, man. That that hurts them big time. So uh, we'll keep an eye on it. But uh, the Browns, let's see, what is it? Three ten p.m. They have fifty minutes to decide if. They're good with P.J. Walker, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and Deshaun Watson as their quarterback room. I don't know how often these things all come down to the last minute, except for when they were going after A.J. McCarron, and they didn't get the paperwork in on time. (laughs) Thank goodness they didn't get it in on time. I don't foresee that happening. Do you think that if they were going to make a deal, it would have been done by now? 
No, I think right. they, they're doing their due diligence because the longer you wait, if you can play the game of chicken, mm-hmm. the the lower or the, the worse that draft pick is you have to give up, right? Because if somebody doesn't come in and beat you to it, because yeah. you always hear, well, we're getting an offer for a third-round pick from so-and-so. No, you're not, and we'll wait yeah. you out. Call us back at you know that uh, you know at uh, three fifty, and we'll make this deal. But it seems as though the only team that's really selling is the Commanders. Montez yeah. Sweat goes to the Bears, and now, geez, Chase Young goes to the Forty Niners. Yes, we're gonna call that? them the San Francisco Buckeyes here in a minute. Well, they got uh, Bosa and Young, and uh, defensively, that that definitely is going to help them. Maybe, you know, in their three losses, they're looking at it and saying, we're okay with our quarterback, even though, you know, he may not be all world now, but we'll get our uh, team healthy on offense. We need to bolster our defense mm-hmm. on the line. I was surprised the Bears traded for Montez Sweat. The Bears yeah, suck. I don't get it. They're terrible. I don't get it. But going back to this 49ers thing, you know what's yeah. really amazing is the fact that they've lost three games in a row now, and nobody wants to consider the fact that maybe their quarterback's not as good as we thought they were. But at the same time, they keep making excuse after excuse. Oh, we've got injuries. Yeah. Show me a team that's got more injury than the Cleveland Browns right now. You're all world running back. You're all pro right tackle. And we don't know what to expect. But still, Deshaun Watson was supposedly a top five quarterback, or we wanted him to be. And he was right. when he didn't play, or when he, you know, for two years and he was not playing football. We expected it to be bad. Show me a team with more injuries than that. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. Well, you know why? They happen so early. They're not happening right now, okay? And a lot of these injuries around the league are just happening, so uh, they, they hit the latest news cycle uh, because they didn't happen a month ago. The reason is because they're in the NFC, and everybody looks at it, and no high expectations for the Browns, except maybe the people in the know expected that, hey, if the Browns made these moves on defense, and I read you the names of the people that they added to this team, and Tomlinson and uh, Zadarius Smith and, and others, and they're coming back with a healthy defense. We didn't think they're going to be this good on defense, but now that they are, and they've proven that they can play with basically anyone right now, maybe right. the expectation should be higher. So you look at the NFC and you say, okay, we've got the Eagles. We need another team. Who's it going to be? Uh, they lost faith in the Dallas Cowboys, who are playing actually pretty well right now. But they wanted to go ahead and dub the next Super Bowl winner or contender in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers. We don't need to do that in the AFC. We already have the Chiefs. We already have the Buffalo Bills. Here come the Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody considered the Browns. But if you look at this Browns team, you consider all these injuries. We started to get some of these guys back. Or if we traded for guys that would take their place, I mean, look at this offensive line without a Jack Conklin. He's gone for the season. Look at this backfield without Nick Chubb, gone for the season. We're not getting these guys back. 49ers might be getting some of their injured players back. Right. Yeah, it's um, you, you make a good point. And so uh, this is going to be real. I'm curious, man. 45 minutes hey, to go. And that's another point. We don't even know if we're getting our quarterback back. If they are getting him back in the next two weeks, does it make sense to go out and make a trade for a backup quarterback? I still think I'd like to see it, but at the same time, I'm being real here. You bring a guy in, how long is it going to take him to learn this offense? I think I'd be better off going with what I've got or maybe giving DTR another chance. That's. I think that's going to happen Sunday. All right, they're off today as far as practice goes. 
They get back to putting the game plan in and uh, letting their first-team quarterback get all the reps starting tomorrow, right? I think they're going to go back to DTR, and here's why. Uh, Joshua Dobbs goes from the Arizona Cardinals Mm -hmm. to the Minnesota Vikings today for a sixth-round draft pick, okay? So they're they're going to play their rookie. I don't even know his name. I have no idea who this rookie quarterback is. And for, whoever he for is. For Arizona? Yeah, for Arizona. I have no idea. I got it. I wrote it down. Uh, they were going to bench Dobbs anyway. And the story that we got, we heard yesterday that their, their coach is Gannon, right? I think it's Jonathan right. Gannon was okay. already benching Dobbs before they decided to trade him today. And they trade him to the Vikings. And a guy's name is Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon, if Kyler Murray's not available. Yeah. Clayton, I can name that tune in four notes at quarterback. So if you can't beat the Arizona Cardinals, who have to travel across the country mm-hmm. and play a 10 a.m. game, right, mm-hmm. uh, on, on in your stadium, uh, weather is supposed to be okay with whether it's DTR or uh, the PJW oh. or whoever the hell their quarterback is with your defense, then you got issues. So I think you're going to see DTR against uh, Clayton Toon on Sunday as the quarterback matchup. Here's the good news. The Cardinals are only 1-7. That's a really bad team Terrible. right now. They, they were in yep. some games early on. They beat the Dallas Cowboys. They're nowhere near that team right now. But when but. you consider the fact that if you want to bring a guy in or give the guy valuable repetitions – I think the Browns would have been much better off had they started DTR in a game like this versus a game against the Baltimore Ravens, who are now in the top five power rankings. Now, did you break the kid's confidence, or can you coach him up? And if you can, why can't he be the next Levis who started for the Tennessee Oilers? I still love those uniforms, and I've got another story on them. Uh, But Levis, that's starting. Uh, Bajant up in Chicago. He's not good, but he's probably better than a P.J. Walker. If you draft a kid, I think you can play him. I think you have to coach him up, and you have to play him, especially in a game like this. This is the ideal game for him to play, right? No, no it's question. Where you about find it. out, right? You right. find out. And is he going to be a player? Or uh, how about this? Go in with the mindset. You know what? Let's start him. But if we need to, we can always pull him out and put PJ oh. Walker in there as the back. And this is all depending on whether or not Deshaun Watson can play. We still don't know that yet. You know, it's interesting too, when you consider the fact. Oh, if we only had Josh Dobbs back. Well, Josh Dobbs goes out to Arizona, ends up being the starter because Kyler Murray's out. You traded him for a fifth round pick. Do you know what Arizona got for him? Yeah, they get, I told you, they got a six. Yeah, they get a six. So maybe yeah. it was the good deal to have, and it was a good move to make, and you held on to a quarterback that you didn't want to put on your practice squad and give someone else a chance to pick him off in DTR. That or you leave DTR unprotected and go find a legitimate backup, and you do it in the next 40 minutes. Well, either via trade or we mentioned the guys that are out there in free agency. If you don't trade for one by 4 o'clock today, you can always go get Carson Wentz, free agent, Nick Foles, free agent, Colt McCoy, free agent. There are three guys I would rather have than P.J. Walker. Right there. End of story. Not think twice about it. How do you trade a starter for a sixth-round pick? Because he was a starter only because of injury. He wasn't a legitimate starter. Okay. I would, I would probably imagine that if somebody wanted to trade for uh, P.J. Walker today, nobody yeah. would take him for a sixth rounder. No, hell no. <laughs> He's a star. No That's my chance. point.
no chance whatsoever. So um, a lot to happen within the next, okay, now it's down to 40 minutes. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. It's ticking. The clock is ticking, so we'll see. They're By the way, just got uh, uh, a note here on the Cavaliers for tonight. They're going to be without Darius Garland, mm-hmm. without uh, Jared Allen, and now Karis LeVert added to the injury list as questionable. Donovan Mitchell questionable. Mm-hmm. So I quickly jumped on my app and put ten dollars down, uh, minus three and a half, and I'm taking the Knicks over the Cavaliers tonight, minus three and a half. So it went up a full point since yesterday. Yeah, two and so and I wanted to get it before it went even higher with uh, um, with maybe Karis LeVert out as well. We haven't talked much about the Cavaliers, and it's only three games in, and we kept hearing about this newfangled offense. I haven't seen it. All I've seen is we're shooting 40%. I mean, 40% of our shots are threes, if not higher. Yeah. (laughs) They're not whole, though, right? You've got your starting center out. You've got your starting point guard out. Mm -hmm. Both are all-stars, at least at one time in their career. Mitchell supposedly is dinged up. Now Karis LeVert is dinged up. Your guy, Dean Wade, is always sick or hurt or something. uh, So you don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, and then Max Struess is either, uh, you know, 40 points or he's like Karis LeVert, five points. He's either yeah. hot or cold, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's, that bothers me moving forward when you have two hot or cold shooters like that in Karis LeVert and Max Struess. You know what else is nuts? This in-season what? tournament starts like in about a week or something. I thought it was this Friday. Is it this week? I think it starts this Friday, Unreal. this in-tournament thing. Yeah, yeah. So that that's going to be... Uh, <laughs> To me, not of interest, but uh, it'll be interesting to see the coverage it gets and what the players say about it if there's any difference that they notice in the games and the intensity. And, you know, it's funny, too. The real big news in the NBA, and you're talking about trade deadlines, this wasn't a deadline. Harden goes out to the Clippers. I am so sick of this story. I I don't even want to really mention the fact that, you know, when a guy doesn't want to honor his contract – and he gets really ugly about it and starts calling out ownership and everything else and basically orchestrates a trade out of town, I'm over it. He's not the first. He won't be the no, last. And the NBA uh, you know, set this up this way uh, to allow these players to have the control. L.A. Clippers get James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and Philip Petrusev, while the Sixers in return get Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, Kenyon Martin Jr., a 2028 unprotected first round draft pick, two second round draft picks, and a 2029 pick swap for James Harden, yeah. basically. And good riddance, man. Probably makes Philadelphia. Him Probably oh, makes yeah. him stronger. Gives him a stronger bench. Now yep. you now you just unleash Maxi, who I feel is just uh, an all star in waiting. And to me. If I, I if I'm a Clippers fan, I'm pissed. This, I know yeah. uh, James yeah. Harden can score, on, but he's a loser. What does he want? He's been to the finals one time, and that's when Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook were young mm-hmm. and all playing for Oklahoma City. Since then, James Harden hadn't done a doodly squad as far as winning, uh, you know, playoff series or championships. Yeah, he won an MVP because of his inflated stats uh, that he had the one year, but that's it. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I wanted nothing. I'm glad the Cavaliers. That didn't trade for him. Are you kidding me? Oh, no way. I want nothing to do with James well, Harden. Are the you? only thing oh. I like about James Harden is the fact that if you have him what? on your team, you're going to the foul line quite a bit because he gets fouled every time he touches the ball. Next thing you know, you're going to be in the bonus. That's the only good thing about him that I see. Yeah, I guess. Get you that, into the that bonus. That helps you. 
Yeah, that helps you, I guess. Um, so, you know, from that standpoint, if you – hey, if that's the best thing about him, that's not real good, right? Hey, we were getting outscored at the foul line all last weekend. Maybe you need to attack more. I don't know. Well, uh, we'll talk – you know what? Sam Amico is going to join us from good. Amico Hoops uh, at the bottom of the hour. Perfect timing, right? Because the Cavaliers and the Knicks, the walking wounded, also this trade, how it affects both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. And now – uh, we're 35 minutes away from the NFL's trading deadline. So as we, you know, wind down till 4 o'clock, we are going to keep you posted. And speaking of 4 o'clock, how about this guest today? The legendary voice of Ohio State football and basketball. And he will call the Browns-Cardinals game on the Browns Radio Network this weekend as well. Paul Keels will join us at 4 o'clock today. So don't go anywhere and... You still have a chance to win in the Giannino's Pizzeria Proper Parlay Bet of the Week. We're doing that at 5 o'clock today.